and welcome to the latest episode of the Wind Down Rewind, where we rewind the latest in entertainment and pop culture news. Thank you for joining us. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. And that is where you would hear our soon-to-be news intro. I need some news music, Tammy. (laughs) This list of requests is getting longer and longer, Eddie, and you haven't even gotten the first thing. Hey. Like, I gotta now like be popping with my own mouth. <laughs> I'm manifesting, damn it, manifesting. There you go. Put it into the universe. It'll come. It'll come at some point. <laughs> um. So wow. I, okay. This is another one where we kind of gonna have to probably just talk and be inspired to have the title because I have not come up with one yet. Um. There's a lot. That's happened in the last couple of weeks, but not a lot. Like it, it was one of those where it was kind of slow news wise, but the shit that happened was just so much that it just, everyone keeps talking about it. So, um, you know, but as usual, we'll get started with our quick pop follow-ups. Um, Brittany is finally free. Her conservatorship is over. So congratulations to her. She's back in full control of her own life. Um, so that's a good thing. It is. Um, it's a great thing. And I just never realized that cur- conservatorships were just so fucked up. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, you know, um, she will be able to um, go on tour, make new music, do what she wants to do. And I just hope that she um, continues to be healthy. Um, so good luck to her. Um, Rihanna is finally releasing music. Notice I did not say new music. Are you a Rihanna fan? Um, yeah, I'd say I'm a fan of Rihanna. Yeah. Um, she's releasing mm-hmm. all of her music, all of her previous, I didn't realize she had like 10 albums or eight albums, um, but she's releasing them now on vinyl. So that should be, um, interesting to see how that sells. So, um, that would be, that's going to be cool for Is vinyl people. coming back. It is. And it's super okay. expensive. I have a record player. I bought one and I have a bunch of albums. In Why the am attic. I not surprised about that? <laughs> I have a bunch of albums in the attic which are probably melted and will, so um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm slowly but surely buying albums um, or records but they're like really really expensive like like when CDs for you know and we're on the edge I love I love being the age that we are because we're on the edge of technology but we also remember old school yeah um, so right remember about that. You remember when CDs first came out and they were like $30, $20, like really expensive? Yes. That's yes. where albums are now. They're like, okay, they're, gotcha. They're like, it's, it's, it's coming back. It's coming back hip and, you know, cool. Hip. Oh my God, that's my age. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back to be a cool thing. So now when they re it, when they bring in out uh, these records, of course, they bring them out like they're a new thing because this new generation know nothing about vinyls. Know nothing. And so they're like super expensive. Sometimes you can find some that like on Amazon or if you go to have price books, you can find them for cheap. Um, the record players, the cost of them have actually come down. So um, I got a pretty good deal on mine. So um, yeah, but we'll see what happens. Uh, sticking with music, Tory Lane is finally going to face charges and for shooting Megan Thee Stallion in the feet last summer, which yes, he needs to. Um, and also, speaking of Megan Thee Stallion, 
maybe I found something that's going to get you to watch the AMAs. Uh, she and BTS are finally going to be together in the same room performing live um, the Butter Remix this next weekend on the AMAs. Are you going to watch or are you going to YouTube yes. it? Yes. Oh, all right. So does that, so well, another are one, you going to watch? I was about to say, so does that mean I have to text you when they come on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. Come on. Um, and you know, that was my first thought, right? Like when I saw it, I was just like, oh my God, like I have to see this performance. And I was like, oh shoot, I hope Eddie watches because she's going to have to tell me when they come on. Yeah, it'll probably be something on because I I do. And you know it's going to be like at the ending because it's BTS. Yeah, and I'm so excited. And I guess they should probably be leaving for LA here shortly, Um, probably sometime this week. You know, that's always a big thing when BTS leaves Korea. Um, But and and then I was looking, I'm like, damn, they're going to be in LA for a while. But um, you know, because their show is coming up um, also, their concert which is cool. And um, apparently, rumor is, word on the street is that for those of us who are at home, who had no chance of hell of getting tickets, they are going to um, stream. You will be able to purchase the stream for the last night of the show in LA, just like so, like you would do for a regular, for their online concerts. Mm-hmm. So you should be able to watch it online. So keep stay tuned to Reverse and I'm sure other news Keep it locked to the popcornwindown.com, the daily wind down. That's the plug. Um, and we will have more information as it's released on that for you. So I'm really excited about that. Um, also, in other big music news, they have cast the movie of Wicked, the movie version of Wicked. Um, have you seen Wicked? Nope. Do you like Wicked? Nope. Oh my gosh. I saw Wicked. It was really good, um, the play. And so I loved it. But Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo have been cast in the movie adaptation of Wicked. Are you going to watch it? Is it a musical? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. It's a um, musical. I'll watch it. Yeah. I, I get, I, because I've already seen the play and I love Ariana Grande and I love Cynthia Erivo, I am excited about this, so I would probably watch it too. Um, going into it, knowing that it's a musical, and like I said, I've already seen it, I, I would watch it. Um, you know, and it, it pretty much is just a full-on musical. Um, it's not one of those where you're just like, oh, look at this tree, you hurt my feelings, and then they just bust out into a random song. It's not one of those. It's like an actual <laughs> full-on musical, so um, I am looking forward to that. Um, we live in Texas, as you know, and I need you to get your senator, uh, Cancun Cruz, who is now beefing with Big Bird. He's a fucking (laughs) idiot. (laughs) I I was waiting. I was like, is this the part where you say, oh, but I'm not from there. (laughs) I'm from Jersey, y'all. I'm from Jersey, and just to put out some good news, Uncle Phil has been reelected as the governor of Jersey. I'll claim Uncle Phil. Yeah, um, yeah. Ted Cruz beefing with Big Bird uh, for getting vaccinated, and I'm like, dude, did, have you never watched the Muppets? Do you not know what they do or what they've done? So, yeah, the whole GOP just sucks right now. But Big Bird, really. So I guess, you know, that that gives him um, 
I don't know, I guess they feel like they're winning this imaginary, but not so imaginary culture war. I don't know what it is, but he's just a fucking idiot. And I need someone to come in and run against him and actually win. So Castro brothers, one of you, if you're out there listening, can you make that happen? I think y'all would actually stand a chance. If the white dude didn't win against him, you actually think the Castro brothers will? Um, with the population, yeah. Well, no. I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't, Mm-mm. You don't think so? Nope. Huh. I do not. Okay. We'll see. Maybe in with the way they re gerrymandered the state, probably not. But we could. We one could only hope. Yeah, you're uh, right about that. So now, ah, oh, goodness. So getting into the actual wind down, um, there are a lot of sports stories and I hesitated to put them on a list because I know you don't watch sports a lot, but these stories were just so like, when you say sports and toxic masculinity, does that surprise you? No. Yeah, it doesn't, but... (laughs) You would think because I, I, I'm i a huge sports fan and I love sports and I try to think of it as the one place where you can kind of go and as a fan and not really have to deal with all the drama and all the other bullshit, but it permeates everywhere. And so sports, especially the owners and the management, most of the time you hear about it from the players, but um, hockey is being rocked by a, a scandal and when you think of hockey and scandals, I maybe it's stereotypical me, but I would go for racism. Like, you know, I would that, too. So wait, wait, wait. So what's up with this then? Because that would be my automatic guess. But you're telling me it's not. No, this is a sex scandal, a sexual misconduct scandal. And again, there aren't too many women in hockey. Um, there is a. They promoted their first woman, and I want to say she's a woman of color, and she's um, like the assistant commissioner of something in hockey, and there to change the culture because you know hockey does actually have a few black players, so kudos to hockey for kind of sort of trying to diversify. Although they catch hell, um, they do in the sport of hockey, but this one is a sexual misconduct scandal, and you would think that it would be um, one of the assistant GMs harassing one of the few women in hockey. But no, this one is about a GM harassing um, another male video assistant on the Chicago Blackhawks. And this happened a while ago. And it's just now coming to light. And so um, it has rocked the world of hockey. Um, a lot of people have come out, a lot of people who are now with different teams and in different positions with different teams have quit their jobs or resigned their jobs over this scandal. And the more you hear about it, the worse and worse it gets. So, um, and I'm just surprised it hasn't been more front and center, but again, I guess because, you know, of the, um, the nature and I don't want to call him a victim. I'll just say the accuser because it was a male, maybe because it's male on male, they don't want to talk about it much or it's getting swept under the rug a little bit more. But the times that you do hear the stories about it, it, it it's bad. And so it, the players knew, um, the, the, every, the owners knew, like everyone knew, but no one said anything or no one really did anything. 
And it's just like, wow. And it, 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 it just led me to believe, is it because it's a man that no one did anything? Nobody do, does anything when it's a woman. I know. It's true. <laughs> and, and then it made me think of Terry Crews in the times when you actually had sympathy for Terry Crews because he didn't deserve what happened to him. He didn't. But then it's just like, wow, you know, and I and other than that, I don't like talking about Terry Crews at all because he's Terry Crews. So, you know. But um, OK, so what I'm getting is so you have you said a GM. Mm-hmm. He was a former GM with the Chicago Blackhawks. Okay, so the GM of the Chicago Blackhawks at the time um, was sexually harassing the videographer? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Huh. And everybody knew. Yeah, like it was reported that he, the, the guy reported that and it was it, and that's the thing. They've been very vague it was sexual harassment or misconduct. Like, did you expose himself? Did he expose himself? Um, was it just comments? Like, they, they've been really pretty vague about it. But the more they talk about but what you do get from the story is it was bad. Like, it wasn't a one and done. It wasn't him making some lewd, off-color comment or joke. Like, it seems to be that it was continual and perpetual. So, is he gay? I don't know. Because you know how they're, I think they have like one out player, and not to say, you know, sexual assault is sexual assault, but, yeah, I don't know how to word that. It's it's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, so they were saying that there were allegations of inappropriate text and one unwanted advancements between okay. the two. Okay. And so um, he, he was putting out advancements. The guy was not the um the videographer was not receiving it, did not want it. So but he was still putting putting out those um messages and uh, um behavior and everything like that. Uh-huh. Oh okay. Well you, you know he should get his ass beat. Yeah. And so in in and and like the guy, he brought suit, and initially he bought it. He brought the suit under the name John Doe against the Blackhawks for the way they mishandled this. Um, and I guess again, trying to sweep it under the rug because you know hockey men, and it was like, oh, we don't want these allegations to. I don't know. It, it just it, it's just a lot, and but then they were like. So the people who were in the meeting that they were got called into, they said they didn't know the exact depth of the conversations or the allegations, just that um, one of the videographers or whoever was making allegations against the, the uh, then assistant GM or whatever at the time. So it, it's just crazy, um, you know, and I guess we'll see what happens. But, yeah, it's affected a lot more people than just that with the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, there was it, there um, one of the players, one of the star players at the time, I forgot his name. He came out, said he's sorry he didn't do more um, or that he knew what was going on. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see that um, what happens and how who 
they will ultimately hold responsible because, you know, the guy, he did take the allegations. He did take the story, the, the report to his employers, and they didn't do anything to protect him or help him. Um, and and I guess that's my question. Would they have treated it differently if it was a woman? Do you think they still would have gone so far as to try to sweep it under the rug? Yes. Okay. They do it all the time. That is true. That that is true. Well, speaking of more toxic masculinity in sports, um, the owner of the Phoenix Suns, the NBA team, he um, was he. I don't even know where to start with him. He basically has uh, used the N word repeatedly. He. It was a report. ESPN dropped a report this week. He's a horrible owner, and apparently none of the owner, the other owners like him. But within his clubhouse, within his team, um, he has been accused of sexual harassment. Um, he's been accused of dropping the N-word. He wanted to know why if a Black player used the word, he couldn't use the word, and he's white. And so when one of his Black coaches told him he couldn't use the word or his players told him he couldn't use the word, he still didn't seem to understand. He showed pictures of his wife in a bikini off to other players on the team. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not funny, but it's just like, he's, he, he just seems like a horrible person. And so when I was watching um, stories about it, someone who worked for the Phoenix Suns, they were like, well, he's just an out of touch billionaire. <laughs> you don't know what to say either huh no like this is never okay and I don't fucking care how rich you are it's never okay and this just goes back to playing up on white sensibilities mm-hmm you know, or fragility, my bad, wrong word. White fragility. On, we don't, we don't want them to feel bad about what happened hundreds of years ago. But they stop fucking doing it. <laughs> like, stop, stop doing it. Stop proving us right every single time that you tell us that you should not have to feel guilty about what your ancestors do. And we're like, okay and then all of a sudden another story comes out of the reason why you need to be educated on what your ancestors did yep and um there were also reports that women that they felt so horrible that several women within the organization who worked there had reported that they had wanted to commit suicide just because their life at work was hell um, there really haven't been a lot of specifics about, but they said a lot of it related back to him and the environment that he fostered. So it's, you know, how they say shit rolls downhill. So if you see the guy at the top doing this and okay in it, then you know other executives and junior level executives and assistants, especially men, are going to do that as well. They protect their own. Yeah. And so I was just like, wow. So there's an investigation into this. The NBA is investigating it. Um, there has been talk that they might try to get, take away the team, 
Um, that's really, really hard to do. The last time that was happened, one of the first and only times that few times that that's happened is when, um, gosh, the dude who used to own the Clippers before Steve Ballmer, and I can't think of his name right now because he is a horrible son of a bitch, but sorry. I, I know, but I, I, I remember, like, that was what came into my head when you were talking about um, what the owner of the Suns was doing. Automatically, like, that story came into my head as well. Um where yeah. they ultimately took his team away from him. Yeah, so um, they don't know if it's going to rise to that, but, um, the, you know, and the Suns are, and what makes it so horrible is that he finally seems to have found the right coach um, because for a long time, like the dude who used to work there, he was also, I think he was a GM at the time, and he, he's been very vocal in his dislike for, for Sarver and how horrible of an owner he is. But now... Um, the team actually is good. They're actually winning. They made it to the NBA finals last year. Uh, you know, they have a lot of good players and talent. So it's like, is this going to distract away um, or take away from what they're doing on court? But it's like, they know who they knew who they were playing for. So it's not like this has been a secret, but it, it kind of is like when it comes, when all the attention is on it now, when it becomes that truly public open secret, um, you know, when everyone knows it's no longer a secret. So now that all the attention is on you, your team and your owner, is this going to be too big of a distraction? So we will see, um, also see what happens with this story. So, um, and speaking of that, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers, I know you heard about that, right? Yes. So Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, just to recap, talking about white male fragility. Aaron Rodgers, uh, <laughs> the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, star of a lot of uh, State Farm commercials, which some of them are actually kind of funny. Um, Aaron Rodgers had long since been known as an asshole. And I guess because of his successful stint at hosting Jeopardy, uh, the Green, the, the State Farm commercials, he had done some rehab. Um, it seemed like over the past couple of years, he had kind of loosened up and stopped taking himself so seriously and stopped being such an asshole. But so kudos to his PR team until last week. He had, he had most people believing that that was the case, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so earlier in the year and last year, you know, they were asking players, hey, have you been vaccinated? And he says, I have been immunized. Which, if you're doing, if you're, if you're, um, if you're using the thesaurus, you know, vaccination, immunization, they're kind of like synonyms for one another. So most people ain't nobody listen. using no thesaurus, Eddie. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm but just everybody automatically assumed you use a different word, but the answer was yes to the question that was asked of him. Yes, and so it comes to so he gets the Rona, which okay. Because there are breakthrough cases, and especially with uh, the Delta variant being the dominant strain now in the U.S., it has made the vaccines um, a little less effective. And it was never a foolproof thing. It's, they've always said, hey, you could still get it. It would just decrease your chances of becoming deathly ill, having to go to the hospital, and dying from this. So no one was under most people were not under the assumption that, hey, if I get vaccinated, I'm never, ever going to get it. It's not 100% immunity. So, but then it turns out that this fool straight up had a lot, my bad, 
he quote unquote misled the people about his vaccination status and um meaning that he had not been vaccinated at all whatsoever but he was living his best vaccinated life meaning not wearing masks around people um following the protocol the same protocols that the people who had been vaccinated follow he wasn't following the unvaccinated protocols which are a lot more strict um going to halloween parties talking to people all up in your face unmasked and all that kind of stuff and then when he got caught out on this um he had the nerve to say his body his choice and then he 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 quoted that same um anti-vax party line he didn't want to be sterile um it makes him sick he's allergic to the vaccines um he listened to he he's not an anti-vaxxer he trusts science but he trusts joe rogan more um who basically told him to take invermectin and that would help immunize his system and then you know the antibodies and all of that other shit so um what is your take on Aaron Rodgers and his misleading? Oh, and then my my favorite, of course, is when he quoted Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, he should have been suspended. Um, the Green Bay Packers should have lost a couple of their wins um, within the season. Um, they should have been fined more than what they were fined. Um, what they were fined was a drop in the bucket for... Um, for the Green Bay Packers, as well as for him and the other player who um, bucked against the system with the the rules for the unvaccinated for the unvaccinated population of the NFL. Um, yeah, like that's ultimately what it is. I don't think his punishment fits the crime. I think he should have had they they should have given given a harsher punishment because. It wasn't only him, but he was protected by the Green Bay Packers. He was protected by the team. They knew that he was not vaccinated and they let him do what he did. So knowing that you should be held accountable more harshly than what you are in order to teach all the other teams that want to protect their star players that you will not be getting away with this like you will not be bucking the system and bucking the rules that we have put into place in order to keep everybody within the nfl organization safe and they did not do that i agree he got the rogers rate on the fine um but which is a drop in a bucket but also in this case you he has every right not to be vaccinated if that's the choice so follow the rules but follow the rules and it's not your body, your choice when you're putting everyone else in that organization at risk. Um, and that's one thing at least I can respect about Kyrie Irving is he's standing his ground. He said he wasn't going to take it. He, he made quotes. And he's taking some, the financial hit. But he, even though he's still getting paid, you know, let's be, he's miss, he's getting fined, but he's also still getting paid. So it, it, it balances, it balances itself out. But he's taking that PR hit. He's not making excuses. Yes, he's quoting misinformation. Whatever his reasons are, he's standing by it. He he didn't go and try to lie to his team or mislead anyone about him getting the vaccine. He said from the beginning he's not getting it. He hasn't gotten it. Um, you know, he's and he's willing to take that hit. So 
if that's the case, he didn't, my problem is not that you quote unquote, that you didn't take it, that it, my problem is not even that you're any backs or whatever, your choice. My problem is that you straight up lied and then you have the nerve to go get all up in your feelings when people called you out online. At that point, dude, it wasn't even about you being unvaccinated. Fuck it, you're unvaccinated. Say that, take the hit and move on. You just want it to be Mr. Popular. So if you're so, if you're so convinced that what you're doing is the right thing, why are you so ashamed to say that you're not vaccinated? I mean, it would, it would, it would take his freedom away. That that's ultimately what it, because I, I get he's an idiot, but like, I look at it as in, you had rules on being on the sideline that if you were unvaccinated, you had to wear a mask when you were on the sideline. If you were vaccinated, then you can be without a mask. He went without a mask on the sidelines and put his teammates in danger because you don't know. You don't know who gets it and it affects them more than it affects you. But because you wanted to be all, oh, it's my body, my choice. Oh, but we never let women to do, we never let women do that. Women never get away with that statement. Um, now, and, and it's it's ultimately because you are the star of the team. You're the quarterback. They're going to protect you, and they're going to let you do whatever you want. And that's what ultimately happened. No, he got away with this because his team protected him. That's why he got away with it, because the team protected him. And I'm not talking about the players. I'm talking about the top tier of the Green Bay Packers protected him. And that the organization. Was the yeah, the organization protects him, and that is the problem. More than him with all this nonsense, like I get that, but I'm like, people have to don't 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 miss don't don't miss the main point. On the reason why he was able to do this is because he was protected by the Green Bay Packers. That is why he was able to do this, ultimately. And I agree with you. And you know, like the same thing. Um, if you're unvaccinated, when you go into the media room, you have to have a mask. He, he didn't wear a mask in the media room. He didn't wear the mask around the locker room. Um, and so it's like, dude, you didn't mis- straight up mislead, pe- mislead people. You straight up fucking lied to people. And in doing so, you put other people's lives at risk. You risk the health of your teammates. And to me, as the leader of the team, the quarterback is the leader. I don't care if you're the official team captain or not. The quarterback is the leader of a football team. That is fucking piss poor leadership. That is the height of selfishness. Um, And then also, like I said, to act like a fucking baby and want to blame woke cancel culture. No one's canceled your ass, although you you straight up lie. So people calling you out on your lies and holding you accountable for your lies is not cancel culture. It's not the woke mob coming after you. It's people being rightfully upset that you fucking lie. Yep. So, you know, I, I, I was just like, wow, um, to, you know, dismiss so much PR, um, the goodwill or the good PR that you had kind of done to rehab your image, um, you know, but like you said, it also goes up to the top of the Green Bay or Packers organization, um, the NFL, and they're fast and loose with the rules. Um, you know, Cam Newton, and I get it's a different organization, but Cam Newton was released from 
um, the Patriots because he would not get vaccinated initially. He has since been vaccinated and is now um, back with his original team, um, the Carolina Panthers, you know. Uh, so it, it's just like the double standards for star players um, and then different types of star players versus other players um, is amazing. And the NFL is also being sued um, in a follow-up to a story we covered a couple of weeks ago by John Gruden, the former coach of the Raiders. Um, he's suing them to seek damages for destroying his career and his reputation, um, you know, after his emails were released. And I think he kind of has a point. It seems like they set him up to be a scapegoat because after they released his emails for that whole scandal, which had nothing to do with the team he was coaching at the time, um, they said that they're not going to release any more information from that inv investigation about the Washington football team. So we'll see where that um, where that goes. OK, on to the big, big story of the week. Astroworld. <laughs> And Travis Scott. Um, we live here in Houston, obviously, for those of you who don't know. I think we've mentioned that before, um, that we live in Houston. Lovely, lovely town. Um, Travis Scott, a hometown favorite, threw his annual Astroworld concert or festival, which ended in tragic disaster. I can't think of another way to put it. Um, and the fallout from that has been nightmarish. Um, especially for the people who were there, for those who lost their lives, for the family members and friends of those who lost their lives. Um, it just will not stop. I don't even know where to begin with that. Um, I, so, I say, go ahead. He has this annual concert. There have been incidents um, previously. Um at this major festival that he throws, um, you know, coming coming back and um, throwing Astro World, and it, it's too many stories coming out because I've heard that um, they actually bombarded the gate before he even got on stage, and nothing was done about it, and they continue to move on with the festival. Um, even though the fans, um, you know, uh, I can't think of the word, uh, but, you know, they broke down the gate and got into the VIP section early on before he even got on stage. They He still got on stage and said the show must go on, I'm guessing. Uh, there's stories of people being stuck with needles of um, drugs. And he was informed of that and he kept performing. Um, you know, when the disaster happened, like it, it's kind of like the show must go on is what I'm ultimately hearing from the stories um, that I'm reading from uh, the commentary that I've listened to on what exactly happened. Not a fan of, of um, Travis Scott at all. Um, not necessarily, like I really, like I've seen like the merchandise from Astro World, but I really didn't know what it was. It's just a very, it's very tragic um, that lots of people died. But I mean, there have been there were signs because there have been um, incidents of violence at previous um, Astro Worlds. At the last one, there were incidents, um, violent incidents that happened at Astro World, and um, 
there was no discussion of strengthening security or, you know, discussing um, having 50,000 people at Astroworld, but not having the a plan in place to make sure that everybody was safe. Yeah, um, I agree. Like, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm not a, I like some of his music. But am I a full-on Travis Scott fan? No. Um, so it would have never occurred to me to go to Astroworld. I thought when he first started putting them on, I thought, oh, okay. Um, and I get it because now it, where, it, where, this, where the show is held is in a parking lot across from NRG Stadium. Well, back in the day, that used to be the Astroworld theme park, the Six Flags theme park that used to be here. So I get the site. Um, I, get the, I get the homage she was paying to the city and all of that. Um, but I'm with you. I remember watching, I was watching my show that I watch every day, General Hospital. <laughs> and um, at the end of General Hospital, I tape it every day. And at the end of the recording, it catches the first part of the news, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember watching on the news, and that was the leading story for the 3 p.m. news that day, was it showed everyone bum rushing through the gates way before the park had even opened. Like the Mm -hmm. crowd was that rowdy and that out of control and they bum rushed the gates. And then I'm think I was thinking and when I saw that, I'm like, there is no way they're going to be able to get that back under control. Just like how rabid they looked going through the gates. And they were talking about people getting trampled at that time, just how dangerous that was. And I'm like, and they still let them in like they didn't do anything to corral that. And at music festivals, usually there's more than just two stages because they want, and they want the people to be kind of like spread out. And it's a big parking lot, like acres and acres, because again, this used to be a theme park where it's set up and they've just since turned it into a parking lot. Um, so it's like, and I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't realize that there were just two stages. So you have 50,000 people basically in attendance at this place crowded on one stage all day in this contained area. And then they had them like at gates. And I'm like, that in and of itself is not safe. So in between sets, all they can do is drink. And like you said, um, they said that, I don't know, they, they've since said that the story about the, the um, security guard being injected with something, with drugs, was not true. I guess his toxicology came back negative, but um, I don't know if other people besides the security guard had been injected, but that's still something kind of crazy to hear just like happening. But usually at a festival, like I said, they have, the, they have multiple stages, more than just two so you have the crowd spread out and you have multiple acts playing at staggering times, but still so that the crowd can, they're spread out and they can do different things and they're not just sitting there. So after you have this one crowd and SZA was the last person to go on before Travis Scott, you have a 45 minute window in between the headliners. So you have a crowd out there that's already been rowdy. That at this point is probably drunk and rowdy and amped up and you have them waiting 45 minutes so you can go on your specially built $5 million stage. 
<laughs> and I guess his whole, and I didn't know this either, because like I said, I'm not a big enough fan to really research Travis Scott or go to a concert to even want to go to a concert. But apparently he is the embodiment of rage against the machine at his concerts. Like there have been violent incidents, not just at Astroworld, but he has he encourages history, it. He has a history of violence that happening at his shows dating all the way back to 2015. And it, he what he pled guilty to encouraging it in what? I forgot which show, but he actually pled guilty. Um so it's just like it's so it, it was just so but it was just it was the unperfect storm of just a bunch of tragic events happening at one time. But when you have the girl the girl standing up there trying to tell the security guards people are dying, when you see people in the crowd being sucked into a hole, and you know his people, even if he's on stage and he can't necessarily see out into the stage. You know his people knew because she wasn't the only one trying to report this. You have people in the crowd chanting, stop the show, stop the show. You have ambulances coming through the show and you still want to fucking go on? They said he did his, and I didn't realize this, he did his full entire set except for the encore while all this shit was happening. <laughs> and I'm must like, go on. That was the attitude. And I'm like, you have people fucking dying, and even if and even if it wasn't people dying, you know you have people hurt in the crowd, and the show must go on. So is this what it takes for you to realize, even after being charged before, pleading guilty and facing charges, and having people knowing that people have been hurt at your show because of, of the type of energy and atmosphere that you promote? This is what it takes for you to realize that that is not the thing to do in a crowd like this like I don't get it like so and then he had a very oh my gosh the apology was ridiculous um because you don't really feel sorry you don't really feel sorry then you got forced into paying for the funerals because you wouldn't have done it if they didn't tell you that you're in a PR clusterfuck and you need to do something and but that's just not it like you there needs to be a conversation about this never happening again you need to be at the forefront of this conversation of this never happening again people died and then who the heck brings their 10 year old kid to astro world who, who does that i i don't know like I, like how I, oh my god this i i hate like i don't want to say it in Deep down, I know I don't really feel this, but on the surface, this generation is fucked. <laughs> um, like, like they they have no like, yeah, they're just fucked. <laughs> yeah, like you know, um, I heard some people talking about it. Um, some younger people talking about it, like like it was nothing. Oh, were you there? Yeah, did you get trampled? No, it was cool. like really that was fucking cool. Yeah, you know, and and it just seems like and and it goes on and it, and not just him. Like, yes, you take you 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 bear responsibility because it was your event. You put it on your team. Like I said, even if at that point on stage you don't know, and looking out to the crowd, it may be kind of hard to tell. But when you see the ambulance lights, when you hear the sirens and see the sirens, then something should tell you to stop. 
when this crowd is chanting, stop the show, something should tell you that something is wrong. Because you, you know you know your audience, you know the people that you cater to, you know that they're not just going to start chanting, stop the show for nothing. You know, so that to me, it kind of gives into this whole kind of sense of depravity. And then to talk about the people in the audience, in the crowd, who were ignoring what was going on around them, the people who were trying to jump and dance on emergency vehicles, <laughs> the people oh who, were, who were not extending help and care to others. That, to me, also says something about some of the people that were at this show. Like, what the fuck? Who, what type of human being are you? That's why he should be sued. And I oh, hope they... I hope they win um, millions of dollars from him. Um, oh, the, the suits have already started. There are yeah. at least 110. And I, I, I was like, okay, so they should turn this into one big class action suit. Um, the apology, like you said, the initial one was horrible. Um, I don't I heard know the follow-up one wasn't that great either. No. Um, and then he offered a month of free therapy on better help. Uh, see, see, PR. That, and, and, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like that. That's ultimately what it is. Because at first, I don't think he he realized how serious this was. I don't think he he did. And be, the, all the bad publicity, publicity that he is getting, and he is being raked, raked over the coals for his, the part that he played in the tragedy that happened at Astroworld. You know, sometimes, you know, the artists don't get blamed for this, right? They're like, you know, it's not my responsibility or, you know, we tried, but because he really did have the mentality of the show will go on, the show must go on, he is going to be held accountable. So now his PR team is telling him what he needs to do, but I don't find it to be genuine. Yeah, that's I don't lot. find it to be genuine. That's what a lot of people said. Like they're like, okay, so is this a publicity stunt with better help? Like, if you know, and I agree. I read this that okay, I understand you wanting to provide trauma, but since it was more, so this was something that happened in a more localized area. Why don't you set up a trauma hotline? Why don't you set up trauma clinics or you know places where people can go to get the help that they need? Because I'm sure that was a traumatic event. I'm sure that people are suffering from PTSD from that event. Um, it's horrible to hear it. You know, um, when the city of Houston comes out and basically says, look, and, and you know, Judge Lena steps out there and she's like, look, they presented us a plan. Um, we're checking to see what, what happened with the plan, how it went so wrong, the security plan. Um, the crowd size, there isn't, they said there isn't a limit to crowd size on outdoor events, um, especially like that. But like I said, this is, I want to say it's at least 30 acres because actual was a big ass park. Um, and again, going back to the setup, two stages, 50,000 people, and you have them gated in, in a contained area like that. What the fuck were you thinking? Like, I've been to concerts and festivals here in Houston that were held in places a lot smaller than that. And they've had several stages, a bunch more stages set up. Um, and the crowd size was bigger than that. 
And it was, it wasn't nearly that bad. It wasn't bad at all. There was no incident like that at all. You have booths, you have places where people could buy food, you had different things set up. But the point is, is that you did not have all those people in one contained area like that. You know, um, you had staggered starts to the shows. You, it, it, it just wasn't, it just seems like it was poor planning all the way around. And I don't necessarily know how it got approved. Maybe he was supposed to have more security. I don't know where security was to allow this to happen. I know you can't have a, a security guard out there for every person, but someone should have said, you don't gate 50,000 people into a contained area just like this. And it should, someone should have taken notice that, hey, once they broke through the crowd like this, oh, this crowd is too amped up. Something is wrong. And it, I guess it goes back to the mindset of what we said earlier, like this is what he promotes at his shows, obviously, which yep. I had no idea. And that's fucking crazy. Yep. So, so yeah, um, I, you know, of course, just feel so heartbroken over uh, the people who have lost their lives. And this does not make me want to listen to Travis Scott music. So, yeah, yeah I'm good. Uh, I'm good. It, it it is sad. I, I hope that um, I, I continue, and it sounds hollow, and I hate saying it, but I really do pray for everyone that was there, um, the families of those. Um, they were all, and it's never a good age, but they were all so young. The youngest at 14, um, the latest victim, she was 22. Um, she was brain dead, and she passed away uh so there are now nine victims um, who who lost their lives and something that seems so senseless and tragic and could have been avoided. Um, you know, I, I don't know. And I, I hope he learns his lesson. I, I hope he won't. <laughs> he I, won't. I hope that the people who went learned their lesson. Because artists like that won't learn their lesson. We can't focus on them. We got to focus on their fans and who listens to them and who goes to these types of things. You are not invincible. And that's what it is. You need to learn your lesson on going to these types of events. When you, if, if somebody else goes to Astroworld later on, after, after hearing about how nine people died at the last one, and you go and you realize, and if it ends up happening that it's the same situation and you stay, that's on you. That's I don't, on you. I, I don't know. I, you think there'll be another Astral World? Yes. Yep. Because they got to prove that they know better and they're going to do better. You think the city and the county would approve it? Yes. Wow. Um. Yeah, well, I hope, and correction, I agree. I hope everyone learns their lesson. I hope he learns his lesson. Um, Dior, the fashion house is fuck. Their entire, they have the entire, their entire men's collection is built around Travis Scott. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Are you I have, serious? I, yeah, I read that the other day. Um, I posted it on the site. I have no <laughs> idea what they're going to do. Because right now, um, even Rolling Stone. When does it come out? Do you know? I want to say we're, we're coming up for the spring. We've already done the fall and winter. So I, I want to say it's the spring collection. Oh my God. Oh my God. And it's not I like. I hope it's, they can wait a couple months. 
it's yeah, it's not like BTS, you know, their 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 partnership with Louis Vuitton where you have like BT where you have a BTS collection and I, you know, or you have like someone modeling a collection or you design something specifically for this person or this group to model or anything like that. It's not like a collab, it's a whole fucking collection. So oh my gosh. Okay. Um, and yeah, Rolling Stone was just talking about how the Travis Scott brand was not built for this. And I'm like, but when, how was it not built for this when that is what you're advertised as? Like I said, aside from liking a few songs um, I, and knowing who he was, knowing that he was from H-Town, wanting him to win because of that, the only other thing I knew about Travis Scott was that he was Carly, Kylie Jenner's baby daddy. You know, um, I, I really had no history um, or no knowledge of the history of violence and stuff at his shows. Like I didn't follow him that much, but going back and seeing that this, this type of stuff, it's not an accident. Like this, this type of shit follows you. This is what you've promoted. Isn't this the exact brand that you built? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's a shame because he is talented. Like, and I, I can't take that away from him. He, he does good. He has some good collabs or musically, but it's just like, dude, when this is what you, when this is what you promoted, this is the brand that you built. So, all every you know your your chickens, your they're gonna come home to roost, and it's just like whatever. Like, and I can't. I don't mean to sound so blase or flip about it, but some if this is what you keep promoting, this is what is going to happen. And I don't understand how no one has taken signs from this from before and no one has tried to rein him in and say look we've got to tone this down before something bad happens before something like this happens so you know it, it, it's just a failure on so many levels but gosh we need a palate cleanser you got something <laughs> I do you know I do um, I was just looking to make sure that I got some K-pop news that I can uh, um, end us with so we end on a better note than this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so um, just a couple of uh, new music that is coming out out of the K-pop world based on the people that we love and that we talk about continuously over and over again. So Monster X new mini album is coming out on November 19th. So Isn't that full English? I'm sorry. Yes, full English album No Limit is coming out on the 19th. Now, I do believe um, Shonu recorded for the album, but he will not be performing because he is currently um, in the military for his mandatory enlistment. Um, also, Kai from XO. Kai is coming out. He's doing his comeback, his first comeback on November 30th. Ooh. All right, with his second album. So I'm very, very excited about that because I know we loved his um his first solo project. Surprisingly, yes. Yes, like he did an amazing job on his first solo project. So I'm very, very excited to see him come out with this second one. Um, and then Mark, did you listen to Mark's new, new single? I did. I gave it, um, I have to go back and listen to it because I'm just going to be honest. This, this, this was a bad week. It it was, a, this week was a struggle. And, um, so when I listened to it, I listened to it, but it, it, it was more or less just on, 
Um, so I, I haven't, I, I'll have an opinion on it um, definitely by the next time we talk. And by the next time we talk, it might just be a full on music review wind down, especially if the news is as crappy as it was this one, because Adele <laughs> and Master X, they're coming out on the same day. So we will have a plenty to review on those two. Um, and going back to Master X, have you, they did do some performances without show new, I guess, to just kind of get us ready. Yes, I've seen them. <laughs> and I'm going to have to say, I did miss show new. But not, and I guess because I know where he is and I know it's not their choice, I know the show must go on. And as much as we've just talked about that, this is in a good way. Um, I think they did a really good job of filling in the holes, I guess. And well, yes, I, I, I will agree with you because, okay, so one thing that I think really, really works for Monster X is the fact that um, there's no weak links, right? So they're rappers sing and you know because so everybody so everybody has to pitch in on singing the part of show for Shonu's um, parts for their songs so um, Young Wan did did it one time and um, Minnie did it another time um, Honey uh, does it and Honey has a phenomenal voice like oh my gosh <laughs> and, um, and then um, Kiki has done it too like the only one who I guess would be considered to not have a strong enough voice to really do show news parts would be I am, but I still love his um his vocals as well. But yeah, like they they've done a great job on like kind of um bringing it together so they don't have like an open space for where he is because this is for a year and a half. So you know y'all got to figure this out for a year and a half while he's in the military. Well, actually for six months because Kiki goes next year. So, um, so, so yeah, so they, they've done a great job on the performances yeah. that I've seen. So I, I definitely have to agree. And I think I am's register is too low to fill in for, to fill in for Shonu. Yeah. Um, he, he has, has very, like that. very low with his vocals. Yeah. He has a deeper voice like V, although V's a little bit more flexible, like he can do the lower, the higher notes when, especially like when he has to sing with Jimin. But, um, you know, so, but anyway, I, I, I am looking forward to hearing this, uh, to hearing their album and Kai, I did not know he was coming out on the comeback and you, I learned something new from you today. Congrats out to in hyphen, a million album sellers on their latest release. Yes. So they, um, they did, they broke a record. What is it? They are only the third fourth generation act to do no they're only the third um, fourth generation act to do it um besides bts i think they're like the fifth or something like that um nct of course has done it um stray kids has done it as well and then um and hyphen has done it so not even like the amazing group that is txt has been able to um, do that with one of their records. So congratulations to In Hyphen for that. That's actually that's awesome. That is awesome. And Kai, you know Kai makes me miss. Kai makes me miss. Don't make me say it. Bacon! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I have one more thing. So last year when we did our, um, our um, Golden Goblets Awards, 
Uh, my newest um, actor that I really, really love. So he literally went to the military after I discovered him. And he is now out. All right. All so right. Yeah. So he served his year and a half in the military. And he's already getting roles. So excited to see what he comes up with next. Um, so that's definitely, definitely an excitement. On, Was he one um, of the ones... I'm sorry. Is he part of the Wuga crew? Was he one of the Wuga? No, 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 no. No, okay. um, no that was uh, Park Young Seek. And he's he's back too, he, though. Yeah, he? he's already he's already got a new show out. Oh, okay. Yeah, he already has a new show out. You know, um, he already did a movie as soon as he got out. So yeah, like he he's he's already like hit the ground running. Like I'm doing my thing. Um, of course. Well, they have to wait for them as well. Like they actually already have conversations with them before they actually um, finish their enlistment. But yeah, so no, he is um, no, he's just a young actor coming up. I think he did an awesome job on the roles that he's had and he's a promising actor coming out of Korea. So I'm excited to see what comes from him next. Well, you know, I, I think we all are. Um, the way Squid Game, BTS, everyone's opening the doors, which I'm sure we'll talk about in our k-pop k-drama wrap-up at the year end um I, i'm looking forward to more crossovers um to seeing them actually get more and more roles especially um if our boy you know i'm having a name you know i'm having brain drain right now but um if our if our boy from itawan class can kill it in the marvels um you know i think that's gonna we'll see what happens with all of that um but i guess that does it for this week's episode this latest episode of the Wind Down Rewind, I think we sufficiently cleansed our palates. Yes. <laughs> After what, I still didn't come up with one, but we're, we'll get it, we'll get it. So I was that gonna just, say like, you know, the one where this generation is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we, we might not want it to be so tragic, especially after our last know, one, but. <laughs> We, it might be this generation is screwed or something, but ooh. Oh, um, gosh. So <laughs> that does it for this episode of The Rewind. Please be sure to listen, like, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and or Spotify Podcasts. You can also keep up to date on the latest in entertainment and pop culture news, as well as other amazing kernels of pop culture goodness at the Popcorn Wind Down. That's it. That's the plug. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> And then insert my outro news music here. Da 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 da. Add into that list, y'all. <laughs> well, thank you as always, and until next time, I'm Eddie, and I'm Tammy. Bye. Peace. <laughs>